Welcome to Zikru Daf Simani Member by Ram Goldar, and today Masech is Baba Kama Daf Kuf Yud Beis, the tenth parak Agozu Machil. So the three topics are going to focus on number one. Rambam said, If their father died and left them a cow he borrowed, they may use it all the days of its loan. If it died, they're not responsible for its unavoidable mishaps, since they never accept the responsibility for it. If they thought it was their father's and consumed it, they paid to make basim bazol, meat at a cheap rate, meaning the benefit of someone who otherwise would not consume meat. Rava concludes that if the father left them property, they're liable to pay from that property. In the Gemara's first interpretation, they would even be responsible for the cow's death because the father's responsibility for its mishaps began when he borrowed it, affecting a lien on his property. In the second interpretation, they were only responsible for consuming the cow if they inherited the property, but not for its death. This version, but not the first, agrees with Rapap who taught that if one shechted a borrowed cow on Shabbos, he is parted from paying because of Kamwei Bidrabimine, because his liability is incurred by the time of shechting and not the borrowing. Point number two, Abraissa states that when the Torah required a gazlan to return Asher Gazal, that he robbed, it teaches that he only returns it if it's extant. From here they said if one robs something and feeds it to his children, they are parted from paying. If he left it intact before them when he died, the Tanakhama says they must return it, whether they are adults or minors. Sumukha said Katanim do not have to return it because he holds a minor cannot be sued in Bastin. Based on this opinion, Rabbi Avin did not allow Rabbi Yirmi to present aiding, establishing a chazaka through years of occupation in the house inherited by his father-in-law's minor son. This ruling was questioned because the halakha does not follow Simchas. Ravashi quoted Rabbi Shasai, We accept Edim even in the litigant's absence. The Gemara explains that this is only where he's ill, or the Edim are will, or seek to go overseas, and the litigant did not come when summoned by Basin. Shmuel taught another exception where Basin had already opened the case. And point number three, Rav said, We may certify a star in the litigant's absence because certification is only a derabundant requirement. Rabbi Yochanan said we do not because Adis is only accepted in the litigant's presence. Rava said the halakha follows Rav. Rava details the process where the defendant requests time to prove that the document is forged. If he does not come at the end of the allotted time, they wait for the following Monday, Thursday, and Monday, and then excommunicate him. Ninety days are allowed to enable him to find money or sell his property, and if he still does not come, we write a seizure warrant on his property. Time is only granted if he says he's coming. Otherwise, the warrant is written immediately. One is also written immediately for a pikadon, where the item itself is being claimed and not payment. A warrant is not written for the defendant's metaltoin, which may be consumed by the lender, leaving the borrower unable to retrieve them when he finally procures witnesses. So once again, the three points are number one. Rav has said, If their father died and left them the cow, he borrowed. They may use it all the days of its loan. If it died, they're not responsible for its unavoidable mishaps, since they never accept the responsibility for it. If they thought it was their father's and consumed it, they paid to make basim bazol, meat at a cheap rate, meaning the benefit of someone who otherwise would not consume meat. Rava concludes that if the father left them property, they're liable to pay from that property. In the Gemara's first interpretation, they would even be responsible for the cow's death because the father's responsibility for its mishaps began when he borrowed it, affecting a lien on his property. In the second interpretation, they were only responsible for consuming the cow if they inherited the property, but not for its death. This version, but not the first, agrees with Rapap who taught that if one shechted a borrowed cow on Shabbos, he is parted from paying because of Kamwe Bidrabimine, because his liability is incurred by the time of shechting and not the borrowing. 
appointment to a Bryce estate, someone the Torah required a Gazan to return Asher Gazal, that he robbed. It teaches that he only returns it if it's extant. From here they said if one robs something and feeds it to his children, they're part from paying. If he left it intact before them when he died, the Tanakhama says they must return it, whether they are adults or minors. Sumukha said Katanim do not have to return it because he holds a minor cannot be sued in Basin. Based on this opinion, Rabbi Avin did not allow Rabbi Yirmi to present Adim, establishing Chazaka three years of occupation in the house inherited by his father-in-law's minor son. This ruling was questioned because the halakha does not follow Simkas. Ravashi quoted Rav Shasai, We accept Adim even in the litigant's absence. The Gemara explains that this is only where he's ill, or the Adim are will, or seek to go overseas, and the litigant did not come when summoned by Basin. Shmuel taught another exception where Basin had already opened the case. And point number three, Rav said, We may certify a star in the litigant's absence because certification is only a derabundant requirement. Rabbi Yochanan said we do not because Adis is only accepted in the litigant's presence. Rav said the halakha falls Rav. Rav details the process where the defendant requests time to prove that the document is forged. If he does not come at the end of the allotted time, they wait for the following Monday, Thursday, and Monday, and then excommunicate him. Ninety days are allowed to enable him to find money or sell his property, and if he still does not come, we write a seizure warrant on his property. Time is only granted if he says he's coming, otherwise the warrant is written immediately. One is also written immediately for a picadon, where the item itself is being claimed and not payment. A warrant is not written for the defendant's metaltoing, which may be consumed by the lender, leaving the borrower unable to retrieve them when he finally procures witnesses. All right, so now we go to Simidav Kofi Beis, and we are going to retire the simon which had been used up until now. We've been using Rubik's Cube. We're going to retire that simon to the Zikru archives, and we're now going to be using Yekev, a winery, for the simon for Kofi Beis. A Yekev, a winery. So here goes. The children whose father left them a borrowed cow when he passed away, which died when it drank too much wine in their winery, and who did not have to return the wine barrels their father stole because, according to Sumchus, miners cannot be sued in Basin, watched one of the employees race to Basin to prove a loan document was forged before his allotted time ran out. Once again, slow motion. The children whose father left them a borrowed cow when he passed away, which died when it drank too much wine in their winery, winery, that must be run off. Kofiud Beis, Yakov. The children whose father left them a borrowed cow when he passed away, which died when it drank too much wine in their winery, which reminds us, Rav has said that if a father died and left his children a cow he borrowed, they may use it all the days of its loan. If it died, they're not responsible for its unavoidable mishaps since they never accept the responsibility for it. If they thought it was their father's and consumed it, they paid to make basar bazol, meat at a cheap rate, meaning the benefit of someone who otherwise would not consume meat. So the children whose father left them a borrowed cow when he passed away, which died when it drank too much wine in their winery, and who did not have to return the wine barrels their father stole because, according to Sumchus, miners cannot be sued, embased him, which reminds us, if a father robbed something and he left it intact before his children when he died, the Tanakhama says they must return it whether they are adults or minors. Sumchus said Katani do not have to return it because he holds a minor cannot be sued. Based in. So the children whose father left them a borrowed cow when he passed away, which died when it drank too much wine in their winery, and who did not have to return the wine barrels their father stole because, according to Zimchus, miners cannot be sued in Basin, watched one of the employees race to Basin to prove a loan document was forged before his allotted time ran out, which reminds us, Ravid details the process where the defendant requests time to prove a document has been forged. If he doesn't come 
at the end of the allotted time, they wait for the following Monday, Thursday, and Monday, and then excommunicate him. 90 days are allowed to enable him to find money or sell his property, and if he still does not come, we write a seizure warrant on his property. So once again, the children whose father left them a boiled cow when he passed away, which died when it drank too much wine in their winery, and who did not have to return the wine barrels their father stole because, according to Simchas, miners cannot be sued in Basin, watched one of the employees race to Basin to prove a loan document was forged before his allotted time ran out. All right, so now it's time for Vorbelabach Hazar. Daf Kufches, so the similar Daf Kufches relates to Kach taking, and we use a pickpocket. So here goes. The pickpocket, pickpocket, that must be on Daf Kufches. The pickpocket who stole a wall from a rabbi while he was debating whether it's the mamun or shvuah that obligates a ton tainas ganav to be kefal and not the chomesh, which reminds us, a bright son daf kufav amonav taught that where a shomer is ton tainas ganav and pays kefal, he does not also pay a chomesh for admitting. Rami Bar asked, is it the money which obligates him in kefal that exempts him from the chomesh? Or is it the shvuah which obligates him in kefal that exempts him from the chomesh? Can both payments not be obligated by the same money or by the same shvuah? So the pickpocket who stole a wall from a rabbi while he was debating whether it's the mammon or shvu that obligates the tontanus ganav to pay kefal and not the chomish, and then stole the kefal in the pocket of a shomer who was paid by a thief after the shomer swore an item was stolen and then paid for it voluntarily, which reminds us, the Gemara asks, if the owner sued the shomer to return his pikadon, the nishba v'shilem, and he swore that it was stolen, exempting himself, and then paid for it voluntarily, and the thief was later identified, to whom is the kefal paid? Abai says it's paid to the balpikadons, for since he troubled the owner with the shvua, the owner does not transfer the kefal payment to him. Rava says it's paid to the one whose possession the pikadon was, meaning the shomer, cave in the shilem, for since he eventually paid for the pikadon, the owner transfers the kefal payment to him. So the pickpocket who stole a wall from a rabbi while he was debating whether it's the mamun or shavuot that obligates a tontainas ganav to pay kefal and not the chomish, and then stole the kefal in the pocket of a shomer who was paid by a thief after the shomer swore an item was stolen and then paid for it voluntarily, decided not to pursue the shomer who swore an item was stolen since the thief admitted to the theft after he was caught and didn't have to pay kefal, even though he later denied the theft. To the owner, which reminds us, the Gemara discusses a shomer who swore the pikadon was stolen, and the thief was discovered. Then the shomer sued the thief to return it, and he admitted to his theft. Then the owner sued him, and he denied the theft, and ate him later testified to the theft. Is the thief exempt from kefal through his confession to the shomer, or did the shomer's role end when he swore? So the admission was not to a litigant. Daf Kuftes, so the simon Daf Kuftes is a Hatzala kid. So here goes. The Hatzala member, Hatzala, that must be on Daf Kuftes, Hatzala kid. The Hatzala member who just declared a man dead and was shocked to hear the dead man's son, who had previously stolen from his father and sworn in denial, attempting to be Mocha himself, the payment, which reminds us, the Gemara discusses whether a Gazan can forgive a robbery payment to himself, such as in the case where one stole from his father and swore to deny it, and then his father died. So the Hatzala member who just declared a man dead and was shocked to hear the dead man's son, who had previously stolen from his father and sworn in denial, attempting to be Mocha himself, the payment near the Hatzal kit, where a Mishmar of Kohanim were dividing the payment that was given to them by a fellow Kohen who had robbed a Ger who subsequently died, which reminds us, if a Kohen robs a Ger who subsequently dies without heirs, it's the current Mishmar that divides the payment, and this Kohen cannot keep the payment himself. So the Hatzal member who just declared a man dead, and was shocked to hear the dead man's son who had previously stolen from his father, and sworn denial, attempt to be Mocha himself, 
the payment. Near the Hatzalakit, where a Mishmar of Kahanim were dividing the payment that was given to them by a fellow Kohen who had robbed the Ger, who subsequently died, across the street from where an off-duty Kohen was on his way to bring a carbon, anticipating getting the meat and the hides, which reminds us, the Gemara discusses from where we know that a Kohen may bring a carbon at any time, not even during his Mishmar, and that he gets to keep its meat and hides. Dav Kuf Yud. So the Simran Dav Kuf Yud is a gold key ceremony. So here goes. When the elderly Kohen awarded the gold key, gold key, that must be on Dav Kuf Yud. When the elderly Kohen awarded the gold key for many years of dedicated service, appointed another Kohen to bring his carbon, even though the meat and hides would go to the Mishmar, which reminds us, the price of the previous Dav concluded, if the Kohen bringing his carbon was old or sick, he may give his carbon to any Kohen he wishes to sacrifice, even not from the current Mishmar, and the reward for its service, meaning its meat and its hide, are given to the men of the current Mishmar. Rapap explains the case is where he's able to perform the avoda and eating with difficulty. Avoda done with difficulty is valid, so he may also point to another Kohen. Eating with difficulty is not valid, since it's considered achilas gasa, excessive eating. So the meat and hide are given to the current Mishmar. So, when the elderly Kohen awarded the gold key for many years of dedicated service, appointed another Kohen to bring his carbon, even though the meat and hides would go to the Mishmar, he saw a Gazan who came that evening to return what he stole from a Ger who died without heirs, being turned away since the Karen is called an Ashim, and an Ashim is not brought at night. Which reminds us, the next Mishnah teaches the law that if one robs a Ger and swears in denial, who dies without heirs, he pays the principal and Chomish to Kohanim. A price of Darshan's Ashim Zekaren. The word Ashim in the Pasuk refers to the principal of the robber not a carbon. A Moshev Zechomish, and that is returned in the Pasuk, refers to the Chomish surcharge. This is the source of Rav's ruling, Gezel Ager the robbery of a ger, which the Gazan returned to the Kahanim at night, well, Yatza, he did not fulfill his obligation. So when the elderly Kohen awarded the gold key for many years of dedicated service, appointed another Kohen to bring his carbon, even though the meat and hides would go to the Mishmar, he saw a Gazan who came that evening to return what he stole from a Ger, who died without heirs, being turned away, since the Karen is called an Ashim, and an Ashim is not brought at night, and told him to come back tomorrow during the day, and he would happily accept it as one who receives... Matanos, which reminds us, Rava asks, Kohanim Begezel Ager, regarding Kohanim, receiving the robbed property of a Ger, Yorshin Havu or Makabli Matanos Havu, are they considered like the Ger's heirs or the recipients of gifts from Hashem? A Brysa lists the robbed property of a Ger as one of the 24 Matanos Kohuna, gifts of Kohanim, proving that they are considered gifts. Kuf Yudalf, so the Simmerdav Kuf Yudalf is a kayak. So here goes. While the Gazun was busy giving an Ashram to the Kohanim in the first kayak, kayak, that must be one of Kuf Yud Aleph. While the Gazan was busy giving an Ashim to the Kohanim in the first kayak and money to the Kohanim in the second kayak, which reminds us, it was taught in a brisa, Nasan Ashim If the Gazan gave the Ashim to the first Mishmar of Yohiriv and the money to the second Mishmar of Yadaya, the Yudah says, Yaksur Kesav Ashim. The money reverts to where the Ashim is, meaning is given to Yoriv. The Chamim say, Yaksur Ashim Kesav. The Ashim reverts to where the money is, meaning Yadaya. The Gemara explains their positions. So, while the Gazan was busy giving an Ashim to the Kohanim in the first kayak, and money to the Kohanim in the second kayak, the person who ate some food the Gazan had stolen before the Yezh of the owner was paying the owner, which reminds us, Rav Chissa said that if one robbed something and the owner did not despair of retrieving it, and another person came and ate it from the robber's possession, if he wants me to collect from this robber, and if he wants me to collect from that one who ate it, he explains that as long as the owner has not despaired, it stands in the owner's possession. Therefore, the one who ate it took it from the owner's possession and is also liable. 
So while the Gazan was busy giving an ashram to the Kahanim in the first kayak and money to the Kahanim in the second kayak, the person who ate some food the Gazan had sold before the Yeshu, the owner, was paying the owner. Jealous of the boy enjoying the kayak his father stole and left over for him, since Rishus Yoresh Kirishus Nami, which reminds us the Mishnah taught that if the father left the robbed item to his children, they're not liable to pay. Rabbi Barakama said, This teaches that an heir's domain is like a purchaser's domain, meaning it constitutes a shinurishus, a change of domain. This shinurishus, which follows the owner's yeush, enables the heirs to acquire the item and keep it. Rabbi said, An heir's domain is not like a purchaser's domain, and the heirs do not acquire the item. The mission's case is when the heirs consumed it after inheriting it, and it cannot be returned. All right, so now it's time to conclude the pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which stuff did Malchokas if Rishus Yoresh Kirishus Lokechtami, the Rishus of an heir is like the Rishus of a purchaser, meaning it constitutes a Shinri Rishus, that's on Dav? Kofiadav. Good number two, which stuff did the question whether it's the Mamun or the Shvu, which obligates Kefal, that exempts from Chomesh, that's on Dav? Kufchas. Good number three, which of the one that, since the Karen is called an Ashim, a Gazan is not Yotzi returning the stolen item if he returns it at night? That's on Duff. Kofiyo. Good number four. Which of the one about the process when a defendant requests time to prove that a document is forged? That's on Duff. Kofiyo base. Good number five. Which stuff you discuss what the din is if the Gazan gave the Ashim to the first Mishmar of Yehor Yariv and the money to the second Mishmar of Yudaya? That's on Duff. Good number six. Which of them in the rough says that one who swears falsely to deny a claim and then is disproven by witnesses, he's putted from paying. That's on Duff. Kuvav. Good number seven. Which of them in the father died and left his children a cow he borrowed and it died, they're not responsible for unavoidable mishaps since they never accept their responsibility for it. That's on Duff. Kofiad Beis. Good number eight. Which of the one a thief who shacks a stolen animal after being found guilty and based in is putter from Dal the Hay? That's on Duff. Kuvav. Good number nine. Which of the one about Amarim who hold the laws of Shomrim require Hodab and Mixas? That's on Duff. Kuvzain. Good and number ten. Which of the one according to Simchus, if a father left over an item he stole for his children, they do not have to return it since minors cannot be sued in based in. That's on Duff. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is everybody from Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.